Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Let's get this damn thing started. Sorry for the late start, everybody that's listening to this live. If you did come through to the Twitch stream, yes, we are streaming today's show on Twitch. Uh, There were some Facebook Live difficulties, so unfortunately, no Facebook Live show. I will see if I can get the video uploaded to Facebook, Um, but we are here. We are live right here on Twitch with Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 183. What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, doing a solo show today. Matt's up in the Poconos. Dylan's working. Nobody knows where Dom is. He's lost. He's back on the milk carton. And Herm's up in Buffalo. So we're here, doing a solo show. As always, show brought to you by Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Wainwright Bernhardt Funeral Home, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Automall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Got a lot to talk about in the world of Philly sports. Eagles on a bye week, but Andrew Sandejo gone. We talked about that a little bit on Wednesday, but they did claim a new safety. The Sixers drop another Tough loss in Denver. And of course, it is Sixer Saturday. So we will dive into that. The Phillies, there are some rumors floating around and circulating uh, that are raising some eyes, potentially some players on the move. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see what goes down there. Uh, but we will dive into that. And of course, the Flyers play tonight. And your boy will be in Wilmington tonight for the Delaware Blue Coats. Season opener, home opener, and uh, very excited about that to get that journey started. And uh, yeah, so let's dive right into it with the Sixers. Uh, Wednesday night, they lost a tough game to the Utah Jazz by a final score of 104 to 106. They just uh, they just couldn't get it done. You know, it was it was a back and forth game, but they just came up short and. You know, Tobias Harris, 16 points. Al Horford, a really rough game for Horford. Seven points, only four rebounds. Joel Embiid, 27 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, Josh Richardson had the best game, uh, in my opinion, his best game, I should say, with 24 points, four rebounds, four assists. Ben Simmons got injured in this one. He only played 10 minutes, two points, two assists, one rebound. Howell Neto played 30 minutes with 11 points. Furkan Korkmaz kind of came back down to earth a little bit uh, with six points in this game. Mike Scott with five, Matisse Leibel with two, and James Ennis with four. Ben Simmons' injury is a tough one. He's got a grade one AC joint sprain, which, uh, you know, he shouldn't be out too long. He was out last night against 
the Denver Nuggets, but we should uh, have an update on him either later today or tomorrow. Tomorrow being Sunday, if you're listening to this uh, on the audio. But, you know, this whole Ben Simmons debate is driving me crazy because you, you take a look at what's actually going on with this team. We are, you know, now eight games into the season. People are already talking about trading Ben Simmons, you know, getting rid of him. Eight games into this season where this is supposed to be the best team the Sixers have had since the process began. And I just don't understand it. Sure, should you always be listening to offers? Should you always be listening to, you know, potential suitors and everything like that? Of course. But when you're eight games into the season, there's just absolutely no reason for anyone to even think about trading Ben Simmons. I just don't understand it. It it blows my mind. Uh, You know, you had Kendrick Perkins on a radio.com podcast talking about that, which if you uh, don't know, Underground Sports Philadelphia is on radio.com, so you can uh, check us out there as well, but... I just don't understand the Ben Simmons trade him thing. You know, the potential for Ben Simmons is so high. And, you know, everybody was so pumped when Ben Simmons was here. And the one thing that makes everybody go crazy is that he can't shoot the three right now. And, sure, but he does so much well. And I I might be wrong in this for thinking this, but, you know, I would rather Ben Simmons focus on his free throw shooting than his his three-point shooting. It's not that big of a deal to me right now. This team is built for May and June, not November, December. You know, there's going to be bumps in the road. You're not going to go undefeated. But everybody acting like the sky is falling because Ben Simmons can't shoot a three. He's 23 years old. He's 23 years old. I just don't understand... The slander, the banter that I've seen this past, you know, three days since we've last had a live show. Because it's just foolish to me, man. It's absolutely foolish. And to think that people, you know, to think that other teams will want Ben Simmons as well. You know, you just gave him that contract. You know, this isn't NBA 2K where you can turn the trade meters off and, and make any deal you want. You know, the other team has to also want this player. And I continue to hear people say, oh, we should trade Ben Simmons for Devin Booker. Does Phoenix want Ben Simmons? Are you Phoenix's GM that you're just going to go ahead and give him, uh, give, give Devin Booker to the Sixers because you're Phoenix's GM now? I don't think so. Don't think that's how it works, guys. The other team that you are, you know, fantasy trading Ben Simmons to has to want Ben Simmons and not many teams are going to want to take on Ben Simmons new contract many teams don't want to have to deal with the circus that is oh Ben Simmons can't shoot the three it's absolutely foolish to me absolutely foolish and I just need it to stop so my official statement is that this Ben Simmons banter needs to stop It needs to end right now because there's absolutely no point in continuing this nonsense 
of allegedly trading Ben Simmons in a fantasy world because that's what it is. You're living in a fantasy land thinking that you're going to trade Ben Simmons. It's just not going to happen. Elton Brand is not going to go ahead and, and trade Ben Simmons this year. You're not going to get that. It's just not going to happen. So the nonsense needs to stop. Get it out of your heads because Ben Simmons isn't going anywhere, arguably until his contract is done. Maybe a little before if you find a player, but right now, Ben Simmons isn't going anywhere. He is your point guard. So, just get a grip, Sixers fans. Get a grip. Jazz game, though, it was a heartbreaker because they did only lose by two points, and it's the Jazz, you know, everybody can't stand the Jazz. But then last night, last night was the heartbreaker. I'm driving home from covering Violent High School football Friday night. Congratulations to the Fighting Clan. A huge, huge victory. Coming back from being down 21 nothing, and they go on to win 24-21 in arguably one of the best high school football games I've watched in my five years covering high school football. That was one of the most exciting games ever. They were on the road taking on Southern Regional, and they just didn't quit. So big shout-out to the Fighting Clan. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, another episode of the Dan Russo Show next week as you guys get set for your second-round playoff matchup. But I'm driving home, listening to the game, Mr. Tom McGinnis calling it fantastically. And the Sixers end up blowing a 21-point lead. They were up 24-18 in the first. They win the second quarter 33-24, absolutely dominating. And then the Nuggets come back in the fourth quarter, put up 35 points to the Sixers, 13. And now everybody is questioning Joel Embiid's health. They're questioning Joel Embiid's, you know, stamina and everything. And he looks sluggish. He looked absolutely sluggish. So I'm going to pull up this article here from uh, The Athletic, but it was not a great performance last night from the Sixers. You know, they're dominating, 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 and then Joel Embiid, kind of, you know, lost his touch, and then uh, it, it just went downhill as the game went on. It was it was brutal. Uh, so this article from The Athletic uh, that came out from Derek Bodner about two hours ago today, um, you know, let me get it in here. There we go. So... Capping off a disappointing road trip in Denver, Sixers and Joel Embiid show just how far they still have to go is the headline. <sighs> Man, the book is never written on a team in early November, and the Sixers will be treated to a number of winnable games against some subpar competition in their immediate future as a potential remedy to their woes. But this isn't a team that will be judged on its ability to win 50 games or advance to the second round of the playoffs, and games against the elite will always carry more weight than beating up on the Cavaliers of the world. It's tough for them to be anything but disappointed from the road trip, and that's absolutely true. It's absolutely true, man. You go 1-3 on this West Coast road trip. Sure, Embiid was suspended, but you went 1-1 one one there, and then you lose two games in a row. When he comes back, the disappointment starts. This continues from Derek Bodner's article. Disappointment starts with the Sixers stars, Simmons and Joel Embiid. 
They make the team a contender with the ability to overwhelm opponents with their size, speed, physicality, and talent on any given night. But if their talent makes the Sixers a contender, it is their growth that will determine whether they become champions. At various points during their tri- during the trip, each showcased his weaknesses. While Denver centered Nikola Jokic isn't known as an elite defender, the 24-year-old big... Uh, 24-year-old is big and can hold ground in the post. He's not a player who Embiid can simply take one on one or two power dribbles against and get to the rim or free throw line. That allowed Denver's guards to dig down and double-team Embiid whenever he put the ball on the floor. Embiid handled those double teams about as poorly as possible, finishing the night with eight turnovers as the Nuggets guards picked his pocket on seemingly every opportunity. Quotes from Embiid go, Me personally, I was careless with the ball. Embiid said, I had to, I had too many turnovers, and we didn't have the same focus as we had in the first three quarters. Recognizing and responding to double teams continues to be Embiid's biggest weakness. His moves can frequently be pre, can frequently feel predetermined, overly complicated and forced. His handle is not nearly tight enough or in control enough for the moves he tries to pull off in traffic, a weakness that that's then compounded by an almost stubborn insistence on forcing the action rather than letting the game come to him. His nearly reckless determination to attack the rim has shown to be counterproductive at times. It's true. Embiid absolutely failed this team last night. And I am the last person that you'll usually hear criticize. Joel Embiid. You know, it uh, it was a tough night for the Sixers. And... It's just, man, 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 man. Embiid was brutal in that fourth quarter. Jokic took over the game. The the Nuggets guards played fantastic. And it's just one of those things that, you know, this Sixers team has got to figure. They got to be more focused. They got to be more focused. And... This Nuggets game, I hope, lights a fire under their asses moving forward. They play on Sunday uh, for their next game as they come home to take on the Hornets, and then they're home again Tuesday to take on the Cavs. So two big bounce-back games before you hit the road again for two against the Magic, who are a you know bottom-of-the-East playoff team, first time facing Markel Fultz, and then you go out west again to play the Thunder on Friday before you take on the Cavaliers again to end a three-game road trip, before you get the Knicks, Spurs, and then the Mike Scott Hive tailgate against the Heat and Jimmy Butler. So uh, it's going to be a doozy, you know, and uh, I got information for the Mike Scott Hive tailgate. I'm going to plug that bad boy here for our girl Zainab. Throwing a party for you, November 23rd. Temporary tattoos, giveaways, Sixers, Twitter, reunions, and a love for our boy Mike Scott. Mark your calendars because you really don't want to miss this. Please, RSVP. There's a link at our girl Zaynab at Z-R-J-A-V-E-D is her Twitter handle. It's her pinned tweet. There's a, a link to, uh, to RSVP. It's November 23rd. Be there. We will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. You got to be there. Everybody's going to be there. We're going to have a blast. I can't wait for the tailgate. But Sixers need to get it together, man. They lost. They they had. They were very unfocused on this road trip. You know, we were at an all time peak during the fight, quote unquote. 
You know, everybody's on board. Sixers still unbeaten. Then they go out west. Furkan hits the game winner. Everybody's on cloud nine. Or Furk nine, whatever you want to call it. And then the losing starts. And now everybody's acting like the sky is falling. And they, they're free falling from cloud nine. It's still early. You're five and three. There's, there's plenty of basketball left to be played. You know, it's not like the playoffs start tomorrow. You have plenty of time to get this thing back on track. Just take care of business. These next two games, people will be totally fine because then you'll be 7-3. and three. It looks a lot better than 5-3. and three. The Sixers will get it together. And you know how you can get it together? Because the holidays are coming up, guys. Black Friday, right around the corner Christmas, comes right after that. Get your shopping done early with our friends at Design Tree. That's DSGN Tree. They do all of our apparel, all of our merch. We have been so thankful for all the stuff they've been able to do for us and get our merch up and going and, and seen by the masses. So, you know what? Go to their website. It's DSGNTree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia under the Branches tab, or you can just search it yourself in the uh, in the search bar. But the Branches tab, you can see everybody who is associated with Design Tree and uh, check out some awesome merch. But you go and search for Underground Sports Philadelphia, guys, and you can get some sick merch. So, we just launched our Brett's Bombas t-shirts. One of my favorites. Brett's trying to mold a bomba. Brett's Bombas. Join the fan club. We've got the Peacemaker Shirzy from the fight, the, the, the aforementioned fight. Tobias likes to read books. He reads and he knows things. We've got our Gritty Supreme. That bad boy hanging up right there. You can get that on a shirt. Or you can get it on a hoodie. we got our Chef Rambo and all of our OTB merch in the storefront as well. And hopefully after this Eagles bye week, we'll be on the road to victory. And you can get your on the, on the road to victory shirts and hoodies as well. Use the promo code hoodie season. That's H-O-O-D-I-E-S-Z-N at checkout and you get $15 off your purchase of $50 or more that is promo code hoodie season h-o-o-d-i-e-s-z-n for $15 off your purchase of $50 or more so check out our friends at design tree tell them we sent you and uh be looking fly this holiday season eagles are on a bye week and uh i think we all needed it not only did the players need it, not only did the coaches need it so they can get healthy, kind of regroup, get re-energized, but the fans needed it. This Eagles fan base on Twitter has been like living in uh, you know, the the savanna. Like it's it's every man for themselves. You're out in the wild and it's just you say one wrong thing, you're done. You're getting attacked by a wild animal. This Eagles fan base needed this bye week more than anything. Because now we can kind of relax, sit back, and enjoy just you know a week off of football before we get into this you know home stretch that hopefully is rewarding to us, and we end up potentially splitting with the Patriots and Seahawks before we head into the easy part of the schedule. I'd love to beat both of those teams. I don't know if it'll happen, but it, it certainly could. But uh, like we mentioned on Wednesday, Jordan Matthews is back. This receiving core is terrible, man. <laughs> we are relying on Jordan Matthews 
Uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about how they want to cut or move on from Alshon Jeffrey. Guys, how he restructured his contract and made it damn near impossible to move on from. I don't think Alshon's going anywhere. Yes, Alshon has gotten old very, very fast, but I don't see Alshon going anywhere after this season. I think he's still here. He's going to finish out the contract, but what the Eagles need to do is get J.J. Ortega-Whiteside on the field. You can't go into uh, you know into this thing without wide receivers on the field. You just you need wide receivers to be on the field. And JJ Ortega Whiteside was a second round pick, a second round pick, and he's not on the field because he dropped one pass against the Detroit Lions in Week Three. You didn't give up on Miles Sanders when he was fumbling balls. There needs to be accountability from the coaching staff to get JJ back on the field. Because that is just, it's just malpractice. That is my word. You you guys know that. If you follow me on Twitter or if you listen to this podcast, you know I drop the word malpractice a ton. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside needs to be on the field because who knows? Maybe he boosts this, this receiving core and gets us some much-needed help with the receiving core because they damn well need it. And if, if we don't see some production from this team... It's going to be a long rest of the season. They need to be able to, you know, run the ball well and effectively, which they have. Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders have looked very good. They need to be able to get the ball to the tight ends. And that's how they need to run this offense with a little bit of compliments to the wide receivers to keep the the defenses that they're playing honest. So that's my take on the Eagles right now. Alshon's not going anywhere. There's going to be older players that will be gone after this year, though. Jason Peters, bye bye Darren Sproles, I love you, buddy, but bye bye Same with JP. We love JP, but he's gone after this season. There's no, no way you can justifiably bring Jason Peters back. There's just no way. You know, there's going to be a lot of moving parts on this team. It's, a, it's, a, it's an old roster. This Eagles team is an old roster. And you can't continue to waste Carson Wentz's prime by not giving him consistent wide receiver help, by not giving him a consistent roster. You can't be stuck in the past. You can't be stuck in the past. You need to continue to grow and develop players and get younger. And that's what this Eagles team needs to do. This season, we'll see what happens. But uh, it's going to be tough. So bye week is here for us to relax tomorrow. If you are going, let us know. We'll be hanging out with the Go Birds pod crew, our pals over there, John Barcher, James Seltzer, Elliot Shore Parks at the uh, the bye week bash that they're throwing at the Delaware Racetrack. I'll be there hanging out at the uh, at the racetrack, betting, eating pizza, drinking water because I don't drink beer. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you are going and uh, you listen to our show, let us know. We'd love to hang out with you tomorrow afternoon. And uh, watch some football at the Delaware Racetrack. Not a sponsored event for us, but we will be in attendance. So we're very uh, much looking forward to hanging out with John and James, two friends of the show, two former guests of the show that will be back on soon once uh, football season dies down a little bit, I'm sure. But looking forward to that. 
Phillies, though, guys. Phillies are on to some things. They are doing a lot. They, uh, let's see, here it is MLB trade rumors. Bringing it up. Because if you don't know already, MLB free agency started. And nobody's signed yet. <laughs> that is the, uh, the the mantra of MLB free agency. It's open, but uh, nobody signed yet. So the, the Braves signed a couple of their own players, but nobody else has signed. But the big rumor that has come out is about Josh Donaldson, a guy that a lot of Phillies fans wanted last offseason. He ended up going to the Braves. And, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting offseason. This is from Jeff Todd of MLB Trade Rumors. Uh, as the offseason drew near, it became obvious that the Braves' star third baseman could get a major early target. Teams wishing for top-level production without the lengthy commitment will be vying for the veteran. At least two clubs, the Rangers and Phillies, are already making their interests known, according to reports from Jeff Passan from ESPN and Mark Feinstein, Feinstein of MLB.com. Both were among the best on-paper fits entering the open market, as we noted in the course of our list of the top 50 free agents that they've done. Before those and other lurking organizations can put in their bids, Donaldson will have to formally decline the qualifying offer he was issued by the Braves. That's a formality, but it'll keep the offers on off the table until November 14th. Interested teams can chat with Donaldson's reps. In the meantime, it's worth noting. So, Donaldson put on a show last year for the Braves. Signed a one-year $24 million uh, contract. A lot of myself included. He's been injured the past few years. I, I criticized the hell out of the Braves for that contract. But uh Donaldson, he hit two he had a slash line of 259, 379, 521, uh 37 home runs, and he walked 15.2% of his at bats. Played a played a great defensive season, and uh he had a about a five to a six wins above replacement. He looked like old Josh Donaldson that played for the Blue Jays early on. So my thing with Josh Donaldson is the qualifying offer, though, because he has been extended the qualifying offer. So if the Phillies do end up signing him, they're going to have to forfeit draft picks. And we've heard Matt Klintak say they don't want to give up draft picks. That's the, uh, the take there. I'd rather sign Mike Moustakis if you're going to sign a third baseman because he... Uh, He's not going to take that qualifying offer. You could probably get him on a two-year deal. And uh, our buddy Jack Fritz says uh, about the Mark Feinsand uh, tweet about Josh Donaldson being linked to the Phillies. Jack Fritz goes to say, if this is true and their reported interest in Moustakis is true, then a Reese trade feels like it's coming this offseason. Alec Bohm is not two to three years away from the big leagues, and both those guys are going to command multi-year offers. Obviously not getting Moose and Donaldson meant they've been linked to both. Uh meant that they've been linked to both. So, it's going to be interesting uh, to see what they kind of do. And, uh, you know, Jack goes on to say that he doesn't want to trade Reese. He thinks it would be massive sell low, and there's a much better player in there. I'd personally let Bohm sink or swim at third and leave Hoskins at first next year. I totally agree. You know what? Myself and Matt have been on... The, the freaking soapbox preaching about getting Alec Bohm up here and just letting him play. 
what is there to lose? Sure, the whole you know contract manipulation stuff and all that. There's nothing to lose by calling Alec Bo. You've seen what he's done this offseason in the Arizona Fall League and with Team USA. He's absolutely raking. Just call him up and let him get his feet wet. You did it with Scott Kingry. Sure, he wasn't starting, but he was playing in the big leagues. And look what he did last year. He learned from year one to year two. Get Alec Bohm up in the big leagues. It needs to happen. You can't just let these prospects sit down on the farm and not produce where they need to be, and that's at the big league level. Sure, I can understand waiting for Spencer Howard a little bit, you know, maybe till like May or June, but Alec Bohm should be on this roster out of spring training. That's my opinion. Your infield should be Alec Bohm, Gene Segura, Scott Kingry, and Reese Hoskins. JT at catcher, who unfortunately did not win the Platinum Glove and went to Nolan Arenado. And then your outfield, McCutcheon, Hazley, Bryce Harper. That should be your starting eight. And then Nola on opening day, that's your starting nine. It's that simple. Like, the Phillies... The Phillies have overthought this whole Alec Bohm thing, in my opinion, for way too long. And it needs to, it just needs to happen. You draft him third overall for a reason. You think he can hit, put his bat in the damn lineup. Imagine a lineup like this, guys. Andrew McCutcheon leading off, batting second, Gene Segura. Bryce Harper batting third. Then you've got Reese, JT, Alec Bohm. Hazley pitcher. That's that's amazing on paper. That's amazing on paper to me. There's nothing that can like do wrong there. It needs to happen. It needs to absolutely happen. So get Alec Bohm up here. He needs to play third base. And and let's just do the damn thing already. Let's just do the damn thing because I, I want to see Alec Bohm in a Phillies uniform next season, and the, the sooner the better. If he breaks camp with the Phillies next season, you heard it here first because we have been banging the table for Alec Bohm to be here, so it needs to happen. But this Josh Donaldson rumor is very interesting. Um, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. We'll be keeping an eye on all of MLB Free Agency for you. So make sure you are following us on Twitter at UndergroundPHI. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Shout out to the old AOL Instant Messenger for that one. But uh, tonight we'll be in Wilmington covering the Delaware Bluecoats. A new journey for Underground Sports Philadelphia begins. And our lives are incredibly stupid. You know, we wouldn't be able to do this without our listeners, without our viewers, without our followers and supporters, without our sponsors. So a big thank you to everybody that has supported us from day one or just started yesterday because uh, it's going to be a fun season down in Wilmington. We are uh, very much looking forward to everything that uh, the Bluecoats are going to offer for us in terms of, uh, you know, just coverage for you guys uh, when it comes to, you know, new Sixers and, uh, you know, everything that is going to go on down in Delaware, we will keep you posted nonstop on our Twitter page at Underground PHI. So tonight, tip off at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Sixers Fieldhouse in Wilmington against the main Red Claws. Game is streaming on Twitch, so you can watch the game tonight on Twitch, where we are right now, actually, if you're watching us live. Uh, so get down to the Fieldhouse. 
I've heard great things about the facility. This is going to be my first time there. And uh, myself, Matt, our boy, at Dan Says That, Dan Morgan, the host of the Process Potables podcast right here on the network, will also be part of our coverage team. And, of course, what is coverage for Underground Sports Philadelphia without photos from the one and only Alex McIntyre? She'll also be covering the team with us all season long. So make sure you're following all of us on Twitter. Follow Underground Sports Philadelphia at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram is going to have a massive overhaul for us and uh, be a big component of coverage for you during this crazy time of winter. We are in Vineland High School football playoffs. Blue coats start for us, a new journey. NLL season is right around the corner, which means Wings coverage is right around the corner. Lots and lots of stuff coming to you. Alex, obviously covering the uh, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms for us, but uh, you got to follow us on the social medias and make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five star ratings and reviews. Let us know your thoughts on these Phillies rumors. What the Eagles should do moving forward. What the deal you would do for the Sixers to improve this team if you're in camp trade Ben Simmons if you're in my camp and you don't think you should trade Ben Simmons and anything else you want to leave but five stars only we have standards and we know you do too so five star ratings and reviews only on the Apple podcast feed and you could also follow us on Spotify Google Play SoundCloud Stitcher stream and follow us on iHeartRadio guys that's our third platform that we are hardcore pushing and number four that we are hardcore pushing is Radio.com. We're on the Radio.com app, so you can stream and subscribe to us on there. And we're also on the TuneIn app. So if you use TuneIn, you can get us there as well. Shout out to our friends at Design Tree. Make sure you go to the Mike Scott Hive tailgate. RSVP for it. So we get a, a good head count. And uh, we'll catch you guys again on Wednesday. Hopefully Facebook Live is working, because I know there's a lot of people that watch us on Facebook. But if not... Maybe we'll be back here on Twitch. As always, show brought to you by Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Wainwright Bernhardt Funeral Home, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Automall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Guys, this has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 183. If you're going to be in Wilmington tonight, let me know. We'd love to catch up with you. If not, we will catch you guys live again on Wednesday. So for everybody here, At Underground Sports Philadelphia, I'm your host, Kyle Bennett. We will see you guys next time. Peace.